Thanks so much for listening to No Lions Here with me, Big Panda. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Lions Here. My name is Big Panda, and I'm a recovering sex addict. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm I'm just I'm feeling a little off today. Um, like a little disappointed, a little discouraged. Um, I was um, I, I, last week. I, I reconnected um, with someone that I kind of bounced around a little bit, like four years ago. Uh, but I was in a relationship, and so I really wasn't any in any kind of place to kind of pursue anything with this person at all. Um, and then again, we kind of like reconnected. Um, last week and, you know, it's, it's kind of in that, like that, that feeling out process, like, oh, like catching up, getting to know each other, but also knowing that like, I've got these boundaries in place around, um, you know, wanting to trying to break the old pattern of like, you know, uh, texting all day, every day. I know that for me that, uh, that's like a very, you know, unhealthy pattern. Like I need to have boundaries in place around of like, Hey, okay, you know what? We can text for a little bit, but Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go do, you know, whatever I need to do. Um, and, and part of that is like giving my power to these situations. I've, I've touched on this before, but like just giving my power away, um, in certain situations is like, a, is, is a real struggle for me. Like, um, and, and it ties totally into the, like the anxious attachment style that I have and that like, I need whoever, you know, whoever, whatever the, the relationship is like, I need them to confirm that like, I am okay. Um, and that like, but even, you know, even when I get that, that's, it's, it's not enough. Um, so it's like, okay, how can I retain my power and also uh, give myself that affirmation and the validation that I need that like I'm okay and the way that I'm seeing that kind of manifest in me this morning is like I had a you know I and again too like and I and for me I have a script in these certain situations and it's not always there um, but with certain people, in situations there are there there's a script in my head that I expect other people to follow right and when they don't follow that script then I can just get completely thrown off now and and I know that that ties into like setting expectations and you know as human beings it's hard I, I think it's kind of impossible to totally give up expectations right but also, too, like along with those expectations is a script that I expect people to follow. And when they don't follow that script, then I am just totally thrown off. Um, you know, I want if it if it if it's a someone that I'm like interested in romantically, like I want them to follow this loving, affirming, validating script of like, oh, I'm thinking about you like, you know, just just being engaging and following along with what I, how I think that this is going to play out in my mind. Um, and so 
when that doesn't happen, um, again, like I can be very like disappointed and discouraged. And, and my sponsor, Jeff likes to call it like, I'm ready to cancel Christmas. Um, and I think I touched on this in that last episode. So this is kind of following and that the last episode I recorded was, you know, a week ago. So now I'm back in the next week recording again, you know, just tying into the whole like, you know, I've got the studio as my own now. And I really want to basically double the output of the content that I'm doing. So that means I need to be in the studio at least once a week. So, um, um, so my plan, you know, this morning was like, okay, like I had today planned out, like, okay, I'm going to get up, you know, get a run in. And then I'm going to go to the studio for a few hours. I got therapy this afternoon. Now, this is my Monday. I'm off on Mondays. Um, and Mondays are kind of like maintenance days, adult days. Um, basically, the things that I need to do to get ready for the week ahead that I didn't do over the weekend. Because let's be honest, like when I have three days off every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, they are not for adulting. Um, they are for, well, I guess self-care would be adulting. But I, I definitely took time to to, um, to get some self-care in this weekend, which I, f- I feel really good about. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was overall, it was a really solid weekend. My mom was out of town. So, um, that can, that causes like definitely like a stir in me, but I will say that, um, I was able to stay sober this weekend and I'm, and I'm really grateful for that. But, um, you know, going back to the whole script and kind of how it falls in, like had an interaction, you know, with this person yesterday and it just, it didn't follow my script, right? So I woke up this morning just bummed, um, discouraged. Um, you know, not that I'm like ready to, to cancel Christmas because this situation, whatever you want to call it, is is so new. So like I it, there's just not – I don't feel right around like again just like, all right, yep, nope, it's over. Um, but that's kind of like how my mind works in this black and white kind of way down to just doing things for the first time, meeting people. Like I'm, I'm almost very quickly to – I want to know exactly how I fit in and is this going to work or not because if it's not, like then, then I'm out. Um, when you know things don't work like that um, and that I need to allow myself – time to go through this process and learn from it and also like enjoy the process as well. Like I'm so quick to get to the end result when getting to the end result just leaves you wanting more. Um, so I'm really just, you know, in everything that I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to just enjoy the process and learn from it um, and experience it and just kind of take it all in as it's happening and, and not try to just rush to that finish line. Cause like, what is the finish line? Right. Like and in my mind, the finish line is like when I die. Um, So, you know, um, in this situation with this with this with this lady, it's like I I had a script and how I kind of wanted things to go yesterday and it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. Right. It didn't follow that script. So I woke up this morning just like feeling really bummed and like discouraged and and I'll be honest like I had a really hard time like getting into my routine this morning of like okay like this is what I need to do today um and it's almost like when I get when 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 it's like when there's like a pebble that's in my path right like like the script in my head is this clear 
smooth walking surface, right? That just like, it's perfect. It goes exactly where I want it to go. There's no debris on it. It is, it's clear, it's open, and it's easy, right? And so when the, you know, the other person, the situation, you know, whatever it is, doesn't follow that script for me, you, you might as well just throw a stick in my path, just a stick, right? Like, something that I could easily walk over, brush aside. Uh, but you throw a stick in the path and, and I'm ready to throw my hands up and be like, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I'm out. Um, you know, like this is all my fault. Like, oh, I am, you know, so this morning I'm like, there's a, you know, there's a stick in the path. And again, like, you know, and then, and then going back to like giving my power away, like, if, if I was to decide to throw my hands up this morning because there's a stick in my path that is not supposed to be there, then you know what? That could just like derail my whole day and just really kind of like put me in this place of like, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to do, you know, I'm going to get into that self-pity. I'm going to get into that pity party mode, that victim mode of like, well, what was me? Nothing's going right. Uh, well, I might as well just not even try today. And you know what? We'll try tomorrow. Um, and it's not even in a way of like, I want to act out, but it's like, again, going back to like that victimhood, that king baby. Um, and, you know, what my challenge is, is to to challenge that. Like, my whole day is not thrown off. Like, I don't have to give this situation. I don't have to give this stick in my path all this power like it was a huge tree trunk that had fallen across that requires a chainsaw to go in to cut it up to remove it so I can continue on. Um, you know, it's just kind of like a minor inconvenience. Like it's it's not something that I wanted, but okay, how do I overcome and adapt and like move forward? And how do I gain and how do I hold on to my power in this situation instead of like giving my power away um, in that moment. And so I'm really, I'm, I'm like, although I feel off and I feel a little funky and like the motivation is, is different. Like, um, because I'll tell you what, like if that situation would have followed my script, like I would be buzzing, I'd be buzzing and I'd be ready to take on. And again, like, you know, I, I want to be able to find that within myself, and not need to rely on others to give that to me uh, because that's kind of how I've lived my life and I've expected other people to lift me up but also have not communicated my needs and so therefore they don't know how to pick me up and I also I didn't know how to pick myself up either like my way of picking myself up was sex and drugs and so trying to kind of rewrite those old tapes and those old pathways in the brain, like, you know, while I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good job of it and, you know, I'm not so easily thrown off anymore. Like I, I'm, I can, it can still be done though. Um, it can definitely still throw me off. Um, so I'm, I talked to my sponsor this morning about it. Um, and so I'm just, I'm really grateful that I have people in my life that like, no matter how nuts I feel about a situation, like, you know, I just, you know, in this situation, I, f I feel nuts. 
I feel crazy. I feel nuts. Um, just because I'm like, man, I, you know, I don't know where this is going with this lady. I don't know, you know, we've only been talking less than a week and I'm, and I'm over here sitting here talking about it. And I just, I feel nuts. And I think that for me, you know, that is, that's deeply rooted and also being a guy, right? Like being a guy, I think there's this expectation that we like, we don't talk about these things and that we're just supposed to figure them out on our own. And you know what? I really have to challenge that expectation for myself because I don't want that expectation. I don't want to just hold these things in and go, I don't want the tape to be, yeah, man, you're nuts if you talk about this. So let's just keep this in. Like, I would rather be open and honest with those around me of saying like, hey, I am nuts. And then like I was talking, I saw my sponsor yesterday. We went and hung out, um, played some racquetball and got dinner. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Jeff, I just, I feel nuts, man. I feel nuts that I'm like this kind of like, um, I call it, um, I, I coined the term excitement. It's anxiety and excitement like together and really they're basically kind of like fused together in these type of situations for me. And so while it's like exciting, there's also a lot of anxiety there. Um, so I call it excitement. And so I just I feel nuts with all this like excitement going on right now. And, you know, it was really nice because he said I, I can really relate. And I'm right there with you, man. I would be in the exact same boat that you are if I was in this position as well. Um, so, you know, that that always that 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 feels good uh, to know that, like, one, you know, I'm not alone, no matter what it is that I'm going through. Like, even if he like isn't even if he's not in the same situation, the first same firsthand situation that I'm in, at least I know that he can relate and I believe that he can. Um, so that's really nice. Um, and then, you know, something that um, I'm really trying to do is just kind of like give myself more love and compassion. Like some of this stuff is human. Some of this stuff is uh, because of the trauma that I suffered when I was a child. Um and so my therapist recommended this book. It's called Whatever Arises, Love That. It's a love revolution that begins with you by Matt Kahn. Uh, Matt Kahn is spelled, Kahn is spelled with a K, K-A-H-N. And it's, it's really interesting. So it's not recovery-based, um, but it's like spiritual, and, and it's it's about like a spiritual, I guess the guy is like a spiritual leader and an empath and and it's I am you know trying to do for myself when I'm in these positions because this is like kind of the second the second situation that I've been in in the last month around like trying to connect and get to know somebody that I'm romantically interested in and now both of these things have just kind of popped up out of the blue um, not necessarily like searching for them. Um, so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, like let's, you know what, I'm, I'm open to the experience. Let's see where these go and let's learn from them. And I will say that like, I am learning a lot. Um, I'm learning a lot and it's, I think that it's, it's going to help me on the long run, no matter where these kind of these situations end up going. Um, 
But as I see, you know, I'm, I'm reading this book, Whatever Arises, Love That. And it's just like, it's a really interesting take on like how to approach life and how to kind of like open up my heart. And it's all based on love. Like, you know, the the overall kind of what I'm getting at this point is like, hey, like, so, okay, so like this anxiety pops up, this fear, you know, whatever it may be, like, let me try and love that. Um, and that, you know, the, the whole kind of like from basically kind of what I'm getting out of this right now is that like, if I can love whatever pops up and if I can approach these situations with love and compassion, then that's going to enable my heart to open up more, to be more accepting of these things when they pop up. And, you know, these the, the fear, anxiety, loneliness, sadness, anger, like these things all pop up for a reason, right? Like they are defense mechanisms, coping mechanisms, like ways of that our body uses to like protect us. And so often I, and I, I'm so guilty of this is like sh- trying to shut those down as quickly as they arise and basically neglecting those parts of me. And, you know, they are not there to necessarily like do anything bad for me, but is a warning signal of, Hey, like something's going on. Something's triggered right now. Uh, we need to do something about it. And my always, my first response was always like, I need to shut these down, right? Like there's so many negative connotations put on certain feelings like anxiety and fear and loneliness. And um, when it's really like those parts just kind of crying out for attention and wanting to be seen and loved and validated, um, you know, just like I want to be in a situation with somebody that I'm interested in, like, um, and so I know that if like, if I can do that for myself, then the emphasis on needing others to do it is going to be less and less. Like, do I think that I will still struggle with these things and the, this anxiety whenever I, you know, am and getting into a situation with somebody that I'm interested in? Um, I, I think that it's a long road. I think that I don't think that I will ever be cured of that anxiety um, together, but I don't think that I'll ever be cured of my anxiety. Um, I think that I can get to a place where I can better management, manage it. And I know that with all the work that I've been doing, I'm, I'm in a place where like, I'm doing a better job of managing it. Um, however, you know, if I can love those parts of me, then they're not going to have the power that they do when they when they come on. If I can show them love and if I can learn how to love those parts of me, that the power in those are going to subside. So when they pop up, it's not going to be so overwhelming. It's not going to consume me. It's not going to completely take my power away from me. Like It's going to help me stay in control of myself. And as we all know, the only thing that we have control over is ourselves. And how we react to certain things. So, um, so I'm just I'm really trying to approach these feelings and these parts of me with love. And you know, in the book, he talks about 
He's like, this, that's, it's going to be really uncomfortable at first because you are not used to getting those words and getting that love. Like you're not used to it. So therefore it's going to feel really uncomfortable and your body is not going to know how to react to it, but that is okay. Like just keep doing it, keep doing it. The more you do it, the more you will start to believe that those things are true and that you are worthy of that. And, and I totally like, I can totally see that, like, right, like right now while I'm trying to do it, it's super uncomfortable, really uncomfortable to try and love those parts of me, that anxiety that pops up, that fear, like the disappointment, like this, the discouragement, like it's really hard to love those parts of me. Um, and cause I've never done it before and no one's ever done it for me. So it feels wrong. It just doesn't feel right. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's an experience. It's a challenge. Like, and it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a cool experience. And I'm really happy that like, I'm reading this book right now. And I truly believe that like, this is when I'm supposed to be reading this book so that I can kind of find that. Um, and there was really something interesting that he wrote in the book talking about like rewriting the subconscious mind. Um, so I'm going to read this and and kind of talk about what what brought it up in me. And this is this is kind of like the just the first paragraph that leads into this kind of this mantra is um, while your innocence opens up in exactly the way that ensures the evolution of your journey, there is another way to give your inner child permission to open as a way of offering your heart the approval, support, and encouragement it needs to come out of hiding. Please repeat the following healing mantra. I don't know how to love the sadness I feel. I don't know how to love the fear I sense. I don't know how to love the jealousy I notice. I don't know how to love the pain I'm in. I don't know how to love the judgments I have. I don't know how to love the struggles I face. I don't know how to to love the past I remember. I don't know how to love the people who hurt me. I don't know how to love those who ignored me. I don't know how to love those who punished me. I don't know how to love those who abused me. I don't know how to love the resistance I feel. I don't know how to love the doubt I sense. I don't know how to love the darkness within me. I don't know how to love the things I hate about myself. I don't know how to love what's here to be loved. I don't know how to love what I may never be willing to love. I don't know how to love the one who can't seem to shift. I don't know how to love the one who doesn't want to forgive. I don't know how to love the one who refuses to grow. I don't know how to love the one who always thinks they're right. I don't know how to love the one who always seems victimized. I don't know how to love the one who believes they're entitled at the expense of others. I don't know how to love the one who is always in need. I don't know how to love the one who is always desperate, lonely, and never fulfilled. I don't know how to love the one who's never satisfied and always needs more. I don't know how to love the one who's afraid of having less. I don't know how to love the one who always thinks there's something to earn. I don't know how to love the one who just wants to go home.
I don't know how to love those who have denied me. I don't know how to love the one who has always been denied. I don't know how to love the one who always feels unworthy. I don't know how to love the one who chases desire only to push away all that is given. I don't know how to love all that I am. By acknowledging that I don't know how to love, I relinquish each conflict, burden, and hardship by entering the heart of surrender. So that was a little confusing when I first read that because basically I'm sitting here saying out loud and acknowledging I don't know how to do any of this stuff. And for me to admit that I don't know how to do something, I do not like that. Now, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong and I have no problem stepping up, you know, in in those moments. However, admitting that I don't know how to do something, nope. That is to me that's a sign of weakness. Um and, and I guess I guess I should say that the, the unhealthy me is views that as a sign of weakness. I think that the healthy side of me, the healthy, authentic side knows that like, hey, that's okay, right? Like if I don't know how to do something, I need to be asking for help. And in my healthy way of living, it is acceptable to ask for help and that I'm not wrong for asking for help. Um, so yeah, that just like, it brought up a really interesting, like internal conflict in me, um, around that. And, but as I kind of read on a little bit more, like it made more sense because, you know, you know, and, and it said that there at the end of that reading was like, this is the way to like the ultimate surrender. Like, um, if I can, if I can, I have a struggle of surrendering. Um, and by sitting here and saying out loud to myself that like, hey, I don't know how to do these things. Like that is, and again, that is a way for me to surrender and to truly be open to learning how to do those things. And just because I don't know how to do those things doesn't mean that it's impossible for me to ever learn how to do those things. Um, and so like that, that like that, that, that really hit me. Um, and that like, again, it's okay to it for me to admit that like, I don't know how to do those things. Um, and of course not like with my track record and my trauma and my childhood, like I don't know how to do those things. Um, I was never taught to go in to fix problems. I was always taught to go out and bring outside things in when, you know, I really needed to be taught to go inside and that, and I get it, like going inside is really hard. Um, but you know, for me, that's the journey and the path that I have to take. Um, or else I just, I have no purpose. Um, and then the, the, the next thing that I, um, came across in this book and, and at a really fitting time was like, um, creating your own personal love statement, right? So in the first 50 some odd pages of this book, like it talks about like, okay, Hey, when these things arise, you know, just say, I love you. 
I love you. And basically repeat these in one to two minute intervals. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, you know, giving myself the things that I never heard before or that I didn't hear enough of, right? Like I heard that I was loved, but um, it wasn't as much as I would have liked it to be. So um, creating your own personal love statement. And to me, to me, that is, um, it's a gr- a, an evolving, growing thing. Like one day my personal love statement could be one thing and then the next day it's, you know, it's something different. Um, but, you know, it, there's the part of this book that kind of talks about, you know, creating your personal love statements. Begin by asking yourself the following questions. What are the words I never heard that I always wanted to hear? Who in my experience hurt me the most? And what are the words they never said that really could have allowed my healing to occur? Um, and so, and I, and I, I like the challenge. I like that. Like, okay, what, what specifically can I come up with that I can say to little panda when these things come up? Because again, going back to, you know, the last episode around the inner child and the inner adolescent, like when I have these fear responses, anxiety, you know, these kinds of things. Um, and for me, it's a lot of fear. Um, it's, you know, my little kid, my wounded little kid, like feeling those wounds. Um, and then, so then is, you know, as an adult, I need to step up and take his hand and also adolescent panda's hand so that adolescent doesn't come in and try to take the car and be like, Hey, we know where, we know where to go with this. I know exactly what off ramp to take. Let's I'll take us there. Um, and so in further along it, there's, it says as a way of discovering the words you've always wanted to hear or never heard often enough, please repeat the following phrases. And these are just kind of a list of things that can kind of get those, ideas rolling as far as like, okay, what is my personal love statement look like? What does that look like for me? And they are, you matter. You are enough. You are worthy of being seen and heard. You are special. There is a reason you are here. You are beautiful. You are so talented. I always want to know how you feel. Please don't hold back. You are perfect just the way you are. I am so blessed and honored to have you in my life. Thank you for forgiving me. I am so sorry for all that I have done to you. I did not know how deeply you were hurt. I'm sorry I did not consider your feelings. I was wrong. You don't have to forgive me if you don't want to. Your talents know no limits. Um, And wow, you want to talk about just getting hit again. Yeah, these really hit me. Um, and there's, there's actually a couple that like really, that really stood out to me. Um, you are enough, obviously like that is, you know, that's a big one for me. Like I'm constantly feeling like I am not enough. I'm not good enough. Like I am going to ruin, I am going to mess up this situation with this lady because I'm not good enough. I am not going to get into this recovery coach program because I'm not good enough. The podcast, the podcast isn't going to go anywhere because I'm not good enough. 
I am not going to achieve the things in my life because I'm not good enough. And now all those are lies. Um, but you know, just that, 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 that's a, that is a deeply rooted old tape of mine. Um, so I, you know, I really love that one. And here's the other one is you are worthy of being seen and heard. Oh my gosh. If I would have heard that one more growing up. Wow. Um, so now, you know, the cool thing is, is I get to do that for myself now. So, you know, I'm adding that one in there. You know, I'm adding that one in there. And then the other one that really stuck out and, you know, these are, it's it's just so interesting because I just, I had some experience and in, in, in thoughts and in, in reflection this weekend that like, that really ties into this. And, and this next one is, um, I did not know how deeply you were hurt. Hmm. And over the weekend, I, I was driving and, and I was and I was thinking a lot of times when I drive, um, I'm just I'm kind of thinking I mean, I'm either singing and dancing <laughs> or I'm like very deep in thought. And, you know, um, I was I was thinking about this and I was like, why? So my brain is always on problem solve mode, right? Like I am trying to figure out how to stay 25 steps ahead of whatever I have going on in my life. And so it's, it's just a constant flow of problem solving and future tripping going on in my head. And I'm like, man, where is this coming from? Like, geez, like, and it, it kind of hit me like, I don't think that I have really acknowledged the hurt and the pain that was inflicted on me in my childhood. And that I I kind of minimize what happened to me. And, oh, I almost take it on as it's my fault. Hmm. That's new. I didn't come to that realization. Um, I, you know, I minimize that because I'm sitting here going, all right, well, Panda, I wasn't beaten. I wasn't like starved. Um, you know, I didn't have a raging alcoholic because parents, you know, I, I wasn't sold off at a certain age. Like I wasn't left to fend for myself. Like, you know, things were, things were, you know, looking in, like, from out to in, they were, you know, they were okay. However, in really breaking down my childhood, like, there was a lot that I didn't get. And that really hurt me. That really hurt me. That really hurt my little kid. And... And so instead of acknowledging that for what it is and truly trying to just accept the depth of that hurt and that pain, I minimize it and I take it on as my fault. Um, and that's that's more subconscious than consciously, I think. Um However, like it's definitely, you know, still there. 
um, 100% and that I really need to, um, I don't know, just like acknowledge and accept that there were a lot of things that happened to me that like were not good things and that they were very harmful and very traumatic things. And, you know, two and a half years into this journey, you know, by no means am I like, oh, I, I, no, I've worked through those. Um, I'm aware of those. Like, but am I really? Am I really? And that's not something to get discouraged over. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, if I would have had this realization a year ago, I, there probably would be some discouragement there around like, damn it, I'm not getting this fast enough. Why am I not understanding this? You know, now it's more or less like, okay, I see that. What's the work that I need to do around that? And that's definitely something that I'm going to bring up to my therapist today um, in our conversation that I'm, I'm looking forward to here in a little bit. Um, so, yeah. So, like, again, you know, there, there's, there's some good things in there. And there's the, the good thing is, is that, like, I'm not beating myself up because I didn't know this or I didn't see this sooner. Um, I'm giving myself some grace and compassion around it by saying, like, okay, like, yeah. I think that we have kind of minimized that a little bit. That's okay. Like, what can we do about it going forward? What are some actions that we can take um, that can help us? And I and I really believe that part of that is with love. Like, again, the way that this author talks about love and the approach to the world and that if we can love what comes up around us in the world, that we are essentially giving that love back to the world and helping make that world a be- the world a better place. And I know that in everything that I'm trying to do, you know, with the podcast and, and spreading the message, like that's what I'm trying to do. I want to give back. And so if I can give back to myself first and foremost that love, then I'm going to be in a much better place to give that love back to the world um, whenever I'm called upon to do so. Um. And so that's um, so that's something that like I'm 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 really working on going forward is like love, give everything love, um, and with that love comes acceptance and surrender and compassion and grace and all the things that I need to be given to myself right now like can fit under that umbrella of love, and that is that's a big value of mine. Right, like thinking about my values, like love is in there. That is something that I really value uh, because it's something that I know that I have a lot to give. It's just making sure that I can give it to myself first and foremost before I try and give it all away to other people or other situations or experiences. Um, So, and then also like, you know, that really ties into, you know, holding on to my power. Like if I can hold on to the love that I have for myself before just giving it all away, that I'm going to be in a much better place to give it away when it comes time. Um, And so, so yeah, so just that. And then there's, you know, it was funny, like, 
you know, in this situation that I had with this lady yesterday, like in this exchange, you know, um, wanting her to validate and affirm, you know, what I'm trying to do as far as like getting to know her and, and things like that. And I remember like, I wasn't getting a response fast enough. Um, and it really wasn't even my, my sponsor pointed this out. Like it really wasn't even so much about like, basically I was trying to find, I was like, Hey, like, let's have a phone call. Like, um, cause while I don't want to be spending all day, every day texting, like let's have a phone call. Like, I feel like that's a little bit more personal and intimate than like texting. Um, now clearly I want to be, you know, I'd prefer to be doing this all face to face. However, like a phone call, like I'm, I'm okay with that. And so I was trying to like set up kind of like a timed phone call. And part of me in that was like, I feel like this is out of the norm. Me trying to schedule a phone call when I feel like it should just happen organically. But I think that that is like an expectation that is like a worldly expectation that I'm trying to take on and like go by when let's challenge that panda. Like let's challenge that. Like, no, it's okay. Like we're both adults. We both have busy lives. Like I think that it's okay to try to schedule a phone call. Um, and so it was also something that I, I kind of brought up, um, and that feels genuine to me. Um, that feels genuine. Uh, and, and that's like how I want to live. Like my authentic self is a, is a very genuine person. Um, and so I, I just want to acknowledge, but there's just a lot of fear that comes with that as far as like stepping outside of these norms and tapes that I have in my head around these expectations and like getting to know somebody, um, and along those lines. So, you know, and she wasn't getting back to me fast enough about like setting up a time. And, and my sponsor pointed this out. He was like, Panda, I really, he's like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm, I really don't think that it's about whatever time it is that you threw out there or whatever time it is you agreed upon. You know, it's more about just like being seen and heard. And I was like, no, you're absolutely right. Like, you're absolutely right. It's not even about the time or the place or where we're going to meet, when we're going to meet. It's that, oh, hey, you're hearing me and you're seeing me and you're acknowledging me. Uh, because for me, that is like really, really powerful. Um, and that if I can get that from from these situations, then like that's that's what I crave to just be seen and heard. And so I wasn't getting that. And so I was like kind of spun up and I was like, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap. I had, I had like an hour and a half or so before I had to leave the house to go meet up with my sponsor. And I was like, I'm just going to take a nap. And, and I remember laying down and man, my mind just running, just running, just problem solving, trying to, you know, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to be able to sleep. I got about 20 minutes left on this timer. Let's open up the book. Let's open up the book and let's get into it. And so, and it, the, the irony, like it's not lost on me and that it's my higher power had a plan for me yesterday. And so I open it up and the part that I'm on is the title is the difference between victimhood and empowerment. And I'm just going to I'm just going to read these first couple paragraphs. It's in the heart of surrender 
the difference between victimhood and empowerment is simple. In victimhood, you hold yourself emotionally hostage while waiting for others to tell you what they may not be able to say. Until they do, you remain at odds with life, blaming those who haven't spoken the words you need to hear as the reason for your suffering. As this occurs, you are more likely to defend yourself at every turn and fight against the things that no amount of effort ever seems to change. On the other hand, empowerment is not about waiting for other people to say the right words at all. It is realizing how you are the one who needs to say the things that you've been waiting your entire life to hear. No matter how much you wish to be validated by others, only the one who survived each ordeal could ever be the one to speak the words your past seemed to withhold. As the one who endured each struggle and overcame every obstacle, only you hold the key to opening your heart by supporting yourself in a more consistent and intimate way. And then the next, I'm gonna, this one actually makes sense too, is since your subconscious mind does not know the difference between someone else saying certain words and you saying them to yourself, your heart will heal the same way, even if the words don't come from the person of your choosing. Ooh, oh my gosh. Holding myself emotionally hostage. Oh my gosh. That is exactly what I do. That is exactly what I do. Emotionally hostage. Sorry, I just had to say that again. Um... That's the second time I've read that, and you know, that I think that that hit me just a little bit more this time around, and I'm and I'm really happy that I get to share that with you guys, um, because again, you know, like, and this is where it comes into like, okay, God, like this is when I'm supposed to be reading this. I am. Su- this is what I'm supposed to be working on right now. Is you know, it just. And, and all that, you know, that, that whole, that all ties into like giving away my power and it's, uh, and I, and I think that that's a really, like a really interesting thing to point out at the end there is that like the subconscious mind does not know whether these are coming from somebody else or like yourself. Um, the conscious mind knows that, but the subconscious mind does not know that. And I think that the subconscious mind sometimes, I know that I forget about it and that it's all about the conscious mind and the awareness that the conscious mind has is almost sometimes too smart for my own good. I'm almost sometimes too aware. Um, that's also been something that like really been talking about lately is like, I wish that like the, the awareness of the conscious mind brought on relief and solutions. Um, but again, that's something that I've, I've kind of already talked about a little bit. Um, and that, you know, I was telling somebody last night, I was like, man, if I could turn that off, you know, I would have done that already. Um, but, you know, that's that's a whole other topic. Um, so, yeah. So and, and so it's, it's just really interesting to see um, and, and kind of exciting also, too, that like, I don't know, you know, a lot of times my prayers are for guidance. Like, guide me through this, God. You know, guide me through this experience. Um, you know, I I truly believe, I don't believe that my God 
my higher power um, does things to punish me or, you know, does things because he's like, hey, man, you didn't invite me in. So therefore, I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm going to punish you. Um, I believe my higher power allows things to happen to me because there's things that I need to experience and to learn from, and that's going to help my growth and my healing. So, you know, um, I just believe that God is giving me these experiences so that I can go inside and figure out what's going on. He's showing me exactly what I need to be working on right now. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really like thankful and grateful that I'm seeing it that way and that I'm not seeing it as, oh, no, nothing I need to do. This person just needs to get on. They need to get on. They need to jump on the boat with me. Like, what are they doing? Like, well, no, they don't have to. Like, I need to. This is all. This is this is my problem. This is on. This is on me, not them. Um, you know, especially in like a situation again where I'm romantically interested in somebody. Like, it's too early on. We haven't talked about like our needs, and we, we haven't talked about that. And part of me wants to, but then again, like, also part of me is trying to conform to this norm of you're not supposed to say these things too soon you're gonna scare somebody off you're gonna like you're gonna come across as too eager when it's like I don't know I I, I want to challenge those um and while sure maybe like the first time talking to somebody I probably shouldn't like tell them hey I have a need to be seen and heard and uh, so that's a need of mine and I need you to follow along with that. Like <laughs> I don't, I truly don't believe it doesn't work like that at all. But, um, uh, but yeah, there's just, there's like a lot of norms that scare me in today's like dating world and just kind of like in the world in general, as far as like what you're supposed to discuss and what you're not supposed to discuss. And I don't know. I really want to challenge those norms um, and have an experience in doing so and learning from them and that, okay, yeah, maybe, you know what, I I could put myself out there a little bit more Um, and maybe I'll learn from that experience and say, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, a weekend isn't the best to like put someone, now I'm not saying like put everything out there, that's not what I'm saying at all, but like just insight into kind of how I work and how I operate um, without, you know, disclosing everything. Um, okay, maybe a weekend and then maybe that's a little too soon. Um, and I think it all depends on the situation and the vibe. And, and um, but, you know, again, like this is all so new to me too, right? Like I am just now kind of getting into this stuff. And so it's new and I've never done these things in a healthy way. So trying to navigate them is definitely like an issue. Um, and not knowing, you know, what's right, what's wrong. And like that there's no really no blueprint for me. Just like in recovery, like there's suggestions and you can you can listen to how other people do things, but that may not work for you. Um, it's all about finding out what works for me. And unfortunately... You know, and fortunately, 
I don't have a blueprint that's like, okay, hey, Big Panda, this is your operating manual. Because the manual that I have for myself is a very is is all the ways of going about things unhealthy. And I know that manual front to back. <laughs> I know that manual. Right. And I'm trying my best to throw that manual away and not reach for that manual anymore. Um, so I'm writing a new manual for myself. And it's it's definitely exciting. Like it's exciting to learn how to navigate these things in a healthy way and learn and grow from these things. And so, um, and I'm just, I'm really excited and grateful that I get to share it with, with everybody listening. Um, and I'm just, I'm so appreciative and grateful for, for everyone listening. And, um, yeah, just, it just really means a lot to me. Um, another thing, um, you know, off the topic of, these things is I got an email back from the application that I submitted around the recovery coach application and got the email yesterday. Um, and the email basically said, Hey, thanks for, you know, submitting a completed application and the application ends, you know, the deadline ends July 28th. After that, we're going to go in, review all of the applications, and then figure out who we want to submit to the program. And when that happens, you know, you will be alerted with dates and, you know, orientation and all that good stuff. So, so that was cool. Like, I got, okay, cool. Like, so they got my application. It's a completed application. Um, and yeah, it basically kind of went along with kind of what I was already thinking. I think, you know, in the last episode I shared that, you know, okay, hey, the deadline's the 28th of this month. So therefore I probably won't hear anything till after them, which that confirmed kind of like my, uh, my assumption there. Um, however, now it seems like, you know, not everybody gets admitted to the program. And that, that, that initially like stirred up a little bit of fear in me because it was like, oh, like, yeah, like, okay. So part of it was like, okay, a high school transcript, a letter of recommendation from, you know, somebody in your life. I had my sponsor, Jeff, do it for me. And then I had to write a letter as like why I wanted to do this and how I would um, accommodate the and, – and how I would accommodate to fulfill the requirements of the course. And so the letter from great was, was the letter from Jeff was absolutely great. I'll, I'll have to read that on here one day for, for you guys. Um, and then it came down to me writing down, you know, what my part of the essay and my first initial thought after reading that was like, Oh crap. I didn't have anybody read that. I didn't have anybody proofread that for me. Um, oh, wow. I didn't. It wasn't good enough. I did not write enough. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, and so that was definitely like a little bit of initial fear that that came on um, around that. However, I also brought this up to uh, my sponsor while I was hanging out with him yesterday. And he was like, hey, man, I'm sure you did just fine. They may not even read it. Like God's involved you know what, there's nothing you can do about it now. And I'm sure that it was fine. Um, and he's totally right. And that really helped kind of just ease some of my fears around that. It's like, yeah, it's okay. It's, it'll be okay. Like God's involved. Um, 
So, so yeah, so that's just a little bit of an update um, on that. Um, this coming weekend, I am going to uh, – I'm traveling out of state to go play in a hockey tournament, which like I'm really excited about. Um, this is the first time that I have traveled out of state uh, to go play hockey and like – I'm just really excited about it. The team, we got like a big Airbnb for everybody to stay at. And, um, you know, I get to take off work on Friday. Um, So, like, I'm really excited. However, there are some fears around it. Um, Traveling is not like – like it it hasn't gone great for me in the past while being in recovery – um, because essentially I'm like, Ooh, a new area, a new area to cruise in. Like who's here? Nobody knows me. Like, okay, we can really put ourselves out there. Um, and so that paired with like, I'm going with the guys that I play hockey with, but none of them are like in that inner circle of intimacy as far as my network goes. Like they're all great guys and I love them and I'm, 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 I have a lot of fun with them. Um, however, you know, it's, it's all kind of like surface level stuff. So um, I'm afraid that uh, – and I don't need to like psych myself out too much because I can totally do that like one day at a time, right? And this is definitely one of those kind of those things. But I did you do just want to like voice these fears and that um, I'm afraid that I'm going to feel super lonely, and that, man, I don't really have anybody to talk to. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. Now, obviously, I have my phone, um, so I can pick up the phone and I can make phone calls and do this. And, and you know, and I plan on, you know, sticking with the program and my routines around my phone calls while I'm out of town. Um, it's just – but then you also pair on, you know, the, 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 that performance-based mentality that I grew up with and know so well and that – that is like if I'm not performing well, I'm not good enough. Um, so yeah, I just need to like really pay attention to that this week, see where that goes, see what comes up, um, and just do my best. And, and also like reentry back into like reality is also can be kind of hard for me as well. Um, so just kind of like having a plan around all of that. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm really proud of myself. I mentioned this last weekend, my mom was out of town and I definitely like had a plan around that. Um, so you know what, moving forward, uh, later this week, I'm going to put a plan together and, uh, try to stick to that plan in my routines the best as possible so that I can have a safe and sober trip. Um, to go and do something that I absolutely love doing. So um, I'm super excited about that, and I'll definitely make sure to um, keep you guys in the loop and let you guys know how that goes. Um, so until then, guys, I will um, I will definitely talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, for more resources, go check out the website, No Lions Here. Uh, dot com. Uh, you can reach out to me. I love getting emails from listeners, um, whether it be, you know, topics or if you're interested in coming on the show or just kudos or just, just anything. If there's anything that you want to discuss more, please feel free to let me know. Uh, my email address is no lions here at gmail.com. Again, that's no lions here at gmail.com. Um, 
Again, thanks so much for joining me on my journey, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I love you guys all. I love, love, love everyone. Thank you so much. And as always, keep coming back. It works if you work it and you're worth it. Have a good one.